Today's episode of Basically a Podcast, the solo episode, is brought to you by the Nintendo Direct, because of course I gotta talk about that. Okay, so we're gonna do two subjects. We're talking about the Texas Freeze and the Nintendo Direct. So, if you don't care about either of those things, see you next time. So today is the 17th of February, 2021, and I just wanna talk about Texas a moment, because oh my god. So, I'm gonna lose people always on politics, but uh, you can just click forward, you'll find me in the Direct eventually. Um... The politicians and foreign politicians of Texas are saying some bad things. They're they're blaming the green energy uh, for the shortage. Uh, green energy is only about 10-20% of Texas's energy. 80% of it is fossil fuels. Now, if you don't understand what's going on with Texas, the thing is, their infrastructure, their energy is effed right now. And they're trying to blame it on that, which is very odd. The thing is, Texas wanted to be independent, so... No other state is connected to Texas. You cannot get energy from anywhere else. California is linked to a bunch of other states, so if some emergency happens, they can pull energy from other places. A double-edged sword to that, though, is sometimes a shortage from one place could cause another place to be shortage, which is what happened in, what was it, New Mexico or Arizona? Something went wrong there. It blacked out a bunch of places in Arizona and in California, despite the fact it wasn't in California or Arizona. It just happened in New Mexico, if I remember that correctly. And so that's the double-edged sword to being able to be connected to the other states, is that. The thing is, if you have this emergency that Texas is having, they don't have enough energy. They're just screwed because their plants are freezing, so they can't actually get energy going. So they're in a bad spot. Rick Perry straight up said, and he was former was Department, Department of Energy Secretary, his former was governor of Texas, something big of Texas. He said Texans are willing to sacrifice uh, for staying independent. Like, are you kidding me? No, no. It's the United States of America. There's 50 states. They all work together. That's what taxes are. Taxes take a bunch of money from some states and redistribute it to other states. That's one of the things the government does. It sends help to different states because they need help. Texas keeping itself independent in this way has only screwed themselves over. It's not a smart move. Being able to depend on each other makes it that you can be depended on. And it's just just useless. Well, depending on if you actually have moral, any actual morals. If you don't have any morals, then, you know, you're just a mooch. Uh, I'm looking at you, a couple different states in America, that haven't contributed to anything, unfortunately. Now, it's very unfortunate, it's very frustrating, and all I gotta say is, if the politicians who believe that they should stay independent, they should not be more connected to the other states, and that it really is green energy's fault somehow, despite being not the majority of the energy then I have to say that I don't know how much sympathy I could have next time this happens. You should feel sympathy for people in Texas for this happening the first time. They didn't understand this. That's shame on just things happening. It happens again. They do not vote for better people who can keep their state in a better position. Then it's kind of their fault. There are people who you cannot blame for a bad situation happening to them, but there are people you cannot have sympathy for as well. And that is where I'm standing on that. It's important to feel sympathy, though. It is important to have empathy, but when someone doesn't learn a lesson, you can't just keep, like, just babying them about it. Anyone in Texas, if things do not change for Texas, and this happens again, and it will happen again, you should leave the state, or you should change the policymakers of your state. If you don't do those things, I don't really know what else can be said. To be honest, a lot of cities in the Midwest are very much cheaper, and you can live there and have a better life there if you have the right job for it, honestly. My job, since I work in water, I can live anywhere in the, in the world, which is very nice. I just prefer to live here with my family in San Diego. That's just how it is. 
I'm also working on getting more credentials with water where I am right now. In about 5-10 years, I could be a supervisor or a senior supervisor anywhere in the world. Right now, I can work anywhere in the world. But soon, give me 5-10, I can be a super, a super, a senior supervisor anywhere in the world. And that's pretty nice for me. So if I want to live like a king somewhere else, I can. If I want to learn, live normal here in San Diego, I still can. That's really, like, the cost of housing here is ridiculous. But it's not bad. So that was five minutes in politics and things like that. Let's talk about the direct now. Let me get my list of things from the direct. Maybe we'll talk about everything on there. Just going in order. If you have not seen the direct yet, just pause here, go watch the direct, and then come back. The direct is 15 minutes. I say it was good. I'll tell you right now, if you were disappointed with the direct, I can only assume you're only a fan of one franchise, or maybe two franchises. Because multiple franchises got hit here. And I'm happy for the people who are happy for it. If none of my franchises were in this thing, I'd still be happy for the people who got the things they wanted. Thankfully for me, a lot of things were nice for me. Going from the start, when they showed Xenoblade, I thought it was DLC. A little bit of me was like, for Smash? Really? Well, it'd be Pyro, wouldn't it? But I, I thought Smash for a moment. Mostly I was thinking, oh, it's gotta be DLC. I figured they'll save Smash for the middle or the end. That's really what I thought. And it was straight up Pyra, and I can't wait for Kirby Pyra to show up. And what's her name? Mithra? Mithra? I don't remember her name right now. Mithra? I don't know. The, the blonde one. Both are hot. Whatever. Uh, can't wait for that. Then they showed Fall Guys for Switch. Fall Guys is a really good game. So perfect on Switch. They showed Outer Wilds. I keep needing to check out Wild, Outer Wilds. I keep hearing it's amazing. It kind of got mixed up with Outer Worlds is the problem. But apparently Outer Wilds is amazing. Then they showed Detective Games. Don't really know. Maybe it'll be good. Samurai Warriors 5. All I know is Warriors Orochi is my is one the only time I really enjoy doing uh, that side of things. So I don't really care about 5. Legend of Mana was only on PlayStation back in the day, so it's come to be on PC and on Switch. I believe also PlayStation still. I'm going to buy that. I want to play that. I never had a chance to play it. I've played Secret of Mana 1 and 2, but never played this, so I am excited for that. Monster Hunter Rise looked really good. Monster Hunter with ninjas, basically. I am hyped for that. Monster Hunter is one of those games you could... If you can only own one game every year, Monster Hunter is not a bad pick because Monster Hunter has hundreds of hours of gameplay to enjoy. That is a good pick up there. And the the new things like Apex Monsters, really excited for that. They always have some like new monster thing. Super hype for Mario Golf. And I need to double check if it is online. Mario Golf looks really fun. I love the Mario Golf games. I've played all of them. I've owned all of them. I can't wait for this. Speed Golf looks really dumb and I'm excited for that. So the Telltale's Bar- uh, Borderlands game is coming out on the Switch, and I'm curious who the hell gets that money, because a lot of people got screwed over when Telltale went away, so I'm wondering where the money's going to go. Capcom Arcade, if you're a big fan of the old Capcom classics in the arcade, you can go there. They have a lot of games like Cyberbots, that's really good. They have Final Fight on there. You got 1942 or 1943. They got some really good games in that lineup. I'd recommend it if you have nostalgia for those old arcade games. If not, I don't know. really depends on what those games are there for you. Stubbs the Zombies coming out. Uh, it's a it's an old port. Some people are going to be really happy about that. No More Heroes 3. No More Heroes. Big fan of No More Heroes. I own all those games. But 3, it's been so long. I wonder if I'll still love it at this point. Should be insane. We'll see. Comes out a little bit after my birthday. And then there's the FPS uh, platform shooter uh, with cards called Neon White. It's from the makers of Donut County. I am interested in this because I've played a, I assume it's a roguelike. I've played a roguelike like this before, a shooter, a FPS. I forget what it's called right now, but it was pretty fun. So I'm excited to see another one of these in the future. And that's going to be it. Superhero Girls of DC. That might be fun. Then they also have the complete edition of Plants vs. Zombies, the shooter game. Might be fun as well. Depends on how much it is if I check it out. 
Metopia. Everyone forgot about Metopia. Metopia was like this RPG kind of thing with with Mies, and it was a silly idea. It looked it was kind of fun. But it was also silly. So I'm curious to see how people react to that. Bradley Default Two is almost here. It's almost here. Oh my god. I knew that was going to be on there. So if you go for, like, the things I knew that were going to be on here, I knew there was going to be some surprise. I knew the Smash character would surprise everyone, and it did. Uh, I, only, I only saw one person tweet before the Direct that they'd be really unhappy it was Xenoblade 2. <laughs> I was like, wow, oh, there you go. I knew Bravely Default 2 was going to be in here. I earlier predicted that Breath of the Wild 2 would be on here, but when I, once I learned that it was only the first half before the Direct, I'm like, oh, Breath of the Wild 2 ain't going to be on here. It'll be in the next Direct, for sure, because... Uh, they specifically said the first half, and I knew 2 was going to probably be more of a holiday release, if at all, this year. It might be the next year because of Skyward Sword. Looks like they want to have a Zelda every year, after all. And then they showed Animal Crossing Mario items, like, that's cool, I'd like to have Zelda and Kirby items, like, just other franchises in Animal Crossing, that'd be kind of cool to me. The Warp Pipes is the most hype thing for me with that, because just shortcuts. Alright, Project Triangle Strategy, I'm going to play that tonight, I'm excited to play it, it's a dumb project name, I assume it's just the same idea as just Octopath, they're like, let's just call it a project name and it will do whatever eventually. It's interesting because you can play from three different sides, and they have, I think it looked like three different sides, or you just have one side, and you just have all these different decisions that affect how the story goes. That's the thing I'm not 100% sure on, I only saw the trailer that one they showed in the direct. Pretty hyped for it. I like that they're gonna, they're like, there's all these decisions that's gonna affect the store, and your gameplay's gonna be different from other players. I'm like, that's pretty cool. I'm happy with that, because that gives you some replayability. This, again, is another game, like, bang for your buck. If you care about having a game that you play for a long time, having a game you can replay over and over again, like that, that's pretty nice. Some trailer for Star Wars Hunters might be fun. It's, it looks like it's gonna be some arcadey thing, arcadey shooter. Knockout City uh, is a curious novelty. I don't know. The Danganronpa game. Uh, World End Cult Club. Well, it might be cool. I don't know. I don't really care for Danganronpa. But maybe I'd like that one. Hades coming to Switch. Having an art book in the physical release. I'm buying it for the art book. I already have it on PC. I love the game. It's really good. Yeah, I'll buy it for that. And maybe I'll have a friend who can would enjoy Hades and the physical uh, cartridge. Who knows? Ninja Gaiden Collection. This was back on what? Xbox? I don't think it was 360. I think it was back, no, I think it might be 360. Back on Xbox. Maybe 360. Ninja Gaiden came out on there. And they're apparently really hard, and so if I want to check that out, there they are right there. I'm really surprised he's not on Smash, because Ninja Gaiden has been around since NES. So it would be interesting to see them on Smash. Age Climate is getting DLC, curious about that. By the way, about Barely Default 2, uh, we might OP that on the main channel or the side channel. Depends on how the game goes. Barely Default 1, if not for a certain mistake in that game, is definitely worthy of an LP on any, on any channel. Early Default 2, same thing. Actually, for Early Default 2, definitely worthy of being an LP on some, someone's channel. It's really good. It doesn't have the same failing that one had. This one's going to have some sort of trick to it. I cannot wait to see what that trick is. But it's uh, I'm excited to play it, and I'll probably do a bunch of recording, then I'll decide what channel it goes on. Ghosts and Goblins, a remake. It's uh, a new version of it. Looks fun. It's only local multiplayer, though. It'd be fun to play it online. Saga Frontier. So if you've never played a Saga game... Saga games are not the highest tier RPGs, but they can be very fun and they give you a lot of interesting stuff in. They always have like eight or seven characters to play the game through, and you'll, they'll run into each other and you can switch between characters and everything. But the stories have never been very amazing in the Saga games, but uh, I've never played this Saga. I've played some of the other ones, and maybe that one's really good. Oh yeah, Zelda. So, guy from Zelda comes up. I'm like, alright. Okay, he's here. He's like, we don't have anything from Breath of the Wild 2. I'm like, alright, yeah, I saw that coming. 
And he's like, Skyward Sword, though. So Skyward Sword HD version. The motion controls actually has me interested. Other people are turned off by it. I'm actually curious because I do enjoy motion controls. I like it when they get utilized. Some games have utilized them very well, and some games have not. I'm curious to see which way they go with this one. A lot of people slept on Skyward Sword, so I'm interested to see if um, uh, just how people react to it now. The last one was Splatoon 3. Splatoon 3, I'm like, when they showed Splatoon 3 at first, like, are they doing, I keep saying like, are they doing open world Splatoon? What's going on here? And then they went to a town, like, oh, okay, forget it, it's just Splatoon. But the maps are going to be in like a desert kind of area. That's curious and interesting. I'm interested in that. I slept on 2, didn't have a chance to play. I was too busy with other things. I will play 3. I'll play through. I'll buy it. I'll play through. I'm interested to see how far it's evolved uh, since one. And that's everything in the direct. Anyone who's a fan of Bayonetta and Metroid, I'm sorry. It wasn't, there was nothing there. If you were there for Breath of the Wild 2, come on. It's, you got Skyward Sword, but it'll come eventually. Um, I mentioned F-Zero. F-Zero is in the works, but there's no announcement here, which is unfortunate. Like, the guy said he's going to finally work on a new F-Zero. Happy about that. No new Kirby, not surprised. We will either see something at the end of the year for Kirby or nothing until 2022 uh, when Kirby's 30th anniversary comes up. His 30th anniversary is almost here. I can guarantee an anniversary game. Uh, I don't know how big the collection will be, but I'm hyped for that. And that might be the only game that year. Probably, probably. They might just be working on that. And the next year will be another game. That is what I likely see for Kirby happening right now. Well, being that collection, it'll definitely be a bunch of Nintendo and Super Nintendo Kirby's and Game Boy. Uh, it would be interesting to see the Dark Matter trilogy out of there. I don't know what else could happen. It would be a dream if they just had a bunch of the obscure Kirby's that you could not get anywhere anymore. Like Air Ride and things like that. That'd be kind of cool. I would like, personally, a... Uh, what's it called? Oh, how would that work, actually? I would like if we got a... Uh, Canvas Curse, and I forget the other one. That'd be kind of cool, but I don't know how I'd be able to record that, considering. But I'd be happy with those. Um, Anything else Nintendo? Oh yeah, nothing Pokemon. Pokemon Snap's coming out in two months, though. And I'm really hyped for the year when it comes to Nintendo alone. As far as... Like, I'm a Nintendo person and a PC person. So all these Nintendo things really hyped for that. PC, I don't even know what's happening right now, because the virus really messed people up. Whatever happens on Xbox is going to come to PC, so I don't even need to look that up. Really? Only thing is PlayStation games. Anything PlayStation, I don't get to play. But there's a lot here to love for Nintendo, and I am just surprised by the people who just aren't happy. Like, there's a lot of Pokemon people who are very disappointed. Like, are you you get Pokemon Snap this year. You're getting something. You're getting something right there. Ready to go. There you go. There you go. And it's because they were mad about Sinnoh. You know? Apparently, it's, been the, it's a 10-year anniversary for Sinnoh, and there's nothing, so... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um... I'm a fan of a lot of things, so I'm able to be happy all year round. Around. I don't need to be disappointed at any point. And yeah, that is the uh, podcast. There's nothing else to say. I just went down the direct saying what I think about them. I'm pretty hyped for what Nintendo's got this year. It's not a lot, but there are some things I can't wait to play. So next podcast, don't know what we're going to talk about at all. We'll see. But um, oh yeah, Pyre comes out in March. So that's cool. So there you go. That is basically a podcast. I had fun talking. Hope you had fun listening. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Having fun. Thanks for coming by and see you next time. And you can, of course, bring up what you think to my Twitter or wherever. See ya.